Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. If Rebecca Black doesn't warm you up, then I don't know what does. I mean, it is going to be so cold. You heard the weather forecast there from AccuWeather, and you're going to see temperatures that feel below zero with, what, seven-year high on Sunday, seven-year high on Monday with more snow likely on Sunday night into Monday, that extreme cold. Don't like that. Don't like that one. But now I haven't actually gone out and I haven't brushed the uh, walkway yet. I should probably do that tomorrow. But I think that sometimes you just hope that it'll warm up soon enough where you don't have to go out and do any of the hard work. But I don't think that's going to be the case here. Last hour, at least the live portion of Overnight America. After midnight, we get to do the replay hour. So if you want to call in, I'd love to hear from you at this last hour. Make it easy for me. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Couple of text messages that came in. Hey Ryan, I feel that Valentine's Day is overrated. My husband used to buy flowers for me every week just because it was Tuesday. That means more to women than doing it because it's required. So you're saying that I should be nice to my wife outside of Valentine's Day? That is, how am I supposed to remember that? I could remember one day out of the year, February 14th, and the rest, I'm too busy to be nice and polite and pleasant to my wife the rest of the year please (laughs) uh you know i don't spoil my wife the way i used to i don't know if you can catch the sarcasm in there but i i don't spoil her like i used to today um i was asking you know what do you want for valentine's day she said take the kid and let me sleep for the entire sunday that'd be great if i can just do that for one day just spend an entire day sleeping i would love it so i said okay uh, the bar set pretty low. You didn't say flowers or jewelry or anything else. I may give her the ability to go spend whatever money she wants at Target, one of her favorite places to go. Maybe that'll be the best place. Or uh, Kohl's. Whew, what a day. You know, Kohl's and Target, one after another. Whoa, that's a Valentine's Day to remember. But it's going to be cold, so maybe I should require. You know, I've already told her. I said, you know, if you go and do some shopping for Valentine's Day, you know what I could really use is uh, some new sweatpants. You know, the, the kind that uh, 
are nice and warm. It's been so cold lately. I need every uh, ounce of protection I can get on these legs. You know, the, the hair will only take you so long. Another text message, uh, Ryan, Mike Miller always wears shorts on the garden hotline on Saturday morning. He did last Saturday morning, but this Saturday may be too cold for Mike in shorts. Enjoy your show. Is that true? Mike Miller wears shorts every Saturday into the KMOX studios when he performs uh, and does the show. I'd like to know. He's a cool dude, by the way. Uh, let's go to Diana. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, hey, I like your Friday song. That is really great. Yes. Have you ever heard that song outside of this show? No, you introduced me to that song. And every time I hear it, I get up and dance. Really? There's a... Oh, I'm just as happy as oh, you. I'll tell you, there's a great story behind it. If I can just tell you real quick before you have your your uh, call, the reason why you called. But she yeah. was a teenager and her parents saw an ad that said, I'll make your kid into a pop star. And basically they threw thousands of dollars at this guy to create this song in music video with their daughter. The daughter performs it Friday and it goes up online and everyone makes fun of her. They say it's the worst song ever made in the history of music. Everyone makes fun of her. Now, she's a high school kid and she's like, the whole world hates me. And then the opposite started to happen when they realized that they were harassing a high school girl based on a promise that some other dude made her. Then all of a sudden people became nice to her. And since then, she's definitely improved on her musical skills. She's still around and we get that joy of Friday on Friday nights. Great. Thanks for introducing that song to St. Louis. It's really a great song. <laughs> it's, it was popular yeah. before that, but it's fun. Okay, so you weren't calling in on Friday. What was your thoughts? Yeah, so, um, so yeah, you were talking about uh, the merit system. Mm -hmm. Excuse right. me, and uh, was it in the San Francisco School District? Exactly, yes. Oh, okay, so, you know, the merit system used to be honored not only um, at work, but in school. But I, I know to, to a great extent, the edu public education, just education period, has this dumbed down practice. And it's not dumbing down, but it, it has weakened over the years, over the decades, really. So... I, you know, kids, the kids who work hard, and I must say, I was one of those kids. I worked hard, and and, and I hate it when a teacher said, well, let's be fair. Yeah, let's be fair. What about the kids who work hard? Give them their credit, yeah. you know? And yeah. uh, the, the same rule applies to work. Oh, but it but it doesn't because I I know on the job so much is so political that you know the, the I mean it's everywhere I mean look at what happened to this marine who was killed who made the decision for security officers not to carry a gun this guy has been in Afghanistan he's been on a battlefield in other countries but what happens to him he comes home and get killed on the streets terrible yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, so going back to so yeah, uh, the merit-based with the, with the kids and such. So how how do you reward a kid that wants to work harder and is able to accomplish more? How how should you reward that kid? You give that kid scholarship. If the kid is 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 
academically inclined and he's creative or she's creative and 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 and, and they meet the criteria for an honor student give that kid the credit that is due to him or her you don't you don't take from the hard-working kid and then give it to someone just because they're whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there is I think there is value in saying that if you're surrounded by people that take the academics seriously enough. Imagine if college was treated the same way. So if you're a higher like let's say you're one of those Harvard types or one you know one of those fancy schools that pride themselves in the rejection letters because you didn't meet above a 4.0 or whatever in high school. Uh, imagine if they had the same system for colleges. So the admission system was just based on a lottery as opposed to what your academics were. That you know that I'm sure the colleges would not be for it. But, you know, if, if there's certain schools that allow for this to happen and give those kids those opportunities, the ones that want to work harder and they want to take it away from those kids, you're punishing the kids by doing that. The ones that want to work. You're, harder. Pu- you're punishing the kids. And, and I must say, I, I'm a part of the business. I, my first job as a teenager was working in corporate America. And then for some reason, someone convinced me to work in education. So I went back to school, got two masters and became a certified teacher. And I'm telling you, I just, you know, I produced some very good kids, but however, I wasted a lot of my time. I just regret leaving business because there's so many games that people are playing with these kids. And mm-hmm. I tell the, I tell the most talented kids, if you, if you're, if you feel that you're being cheated, out of a grade or out of a scholarship because of your academic uh, performance, because someone who perform, uh, who has a performance score that is less than yours, but because of whatever, they get the, the credit, then you need to go to your mom and complain mm-hmm. and tell your mom to get a lawyer. You know, I got a question for you. How long were you in education? Unfortunately, too long. Too long. Okay, just out of curiosity, I know you've listened to the show. If you had to profile me, what type of student do you think I was in high school? I want to tell you this. You were probably one of the most creative, detail-oriented students. (laughs) Are you laughing? Well, when I was in high school, I'm sure I was creative, sure. A lot of my creativity came outside of the classroom because my mentality in high school was I can't wait to get this done because I want to work. I want to get a job and I want to do something I enjoy. Uh, Studying and book learning was not necessarily something I enjoyed. So maybe I just had the wrong teachers. Yeah, but I I hear the creativity in you all the time. You're very detail oriented. And and I like the way you 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 display your analysis of different issues. No one on radio does it better than you. Ooh, that's a good endorsement, Diana. Thank you so much for calling in and have a great weekend. You know, just for those nice words, we might play Rebecca Black twice tonight. I mean, after the break here, let's do that. Just for Diana being so nice to me. And I know she likes hearing that Friday song. We'll do that and take some more of your calls coming up. 314-436-7900 on Overnight America KMOX. KMOX is St. Louis's news, talk, sports, radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah, there it is. No, turn this up for Diana. Oh, yeah. Diana, I hope you get a double dose of it to really kick the weekend off. Such nice things to say about the show. Uh, 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. I'd love to hear from you tonight. Let's go to Mike. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Hey, uh, in the last... 10 days or so, they came out with a, a report that said that uh, there was a lawyer named Kleinsmith that worked for the FBI, and he altered a document for the CIA, from the CIA that caused the FISA report uh, warrant. And all they gave him was probation. So we have right. spent the last four years trying to come up with a solution for ju- uh, the justice system to be more equal. And that crime, I mean, think of what it did. And Forging a document, thing, yeah. Yeah, and he got probation. Now, but you didn't hear that on the news. When I mentioned it to the screener, he didn't even rec- recognize what I was talking about. And I, I just think it's odd why somebody wouldn't have been reporting on that. I'm talking, I, I watched and looked at numerous m- news medias, and they just, didn't even hardly report on it. So, like yeah, I said, very few. I, um, I think maybe the loudest person that I know of, it might have been Rand Paul or Lindsey Graham. One of those two senators was talking about just this is so ridiculous that how this could be done. We knew that there was some forgeries. And keep in mind, originally, when this information came out, people dismissed it and said, oh, no, 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 of course not. No, no, no. And then we get a name associated with it. And they fi- we find out that it's just a slap on the wrist is insane. We're, we're talking about someone that was purposely trying to, uh, you know, if you want to talk about undermining democracy, this is a person that was trying to forge documents that would be used to take out a president. That's exactly. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But what, how do you get probation it, with the intention of what there's, there's only one reason why you would do that? I mean, why would you only get probation knowing the intentions of the people and why they were doing it? And, but the most thing that comes to my mind is how are you going to convict the local car thief? Because what he did was, I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's going to go down in history as being one of the most historical events because it changed the whole landscape of politics for sure that they could do that. Yeah. Yes, and I think it's a a big reason why a lot of people rightfully look at how all of that was set into motion and realize that it was done so improperly that it is, uh, you know, was a sham all the way from the beginning. And that's where it is. It's constantly targeting Donald Trump nonstop. And even when he's out of office, they're still targeting him, and it continues on today. Uh, You wonder why so many people have zero motivation to take this seriously and rightfully so, because they looked at everything that's led up to this. They look at no witnesses. They look at no investigation and they follow through with a second impeachment. They had those Republicans that stood out today and, I, you know, good for them to stand out. This is all a political process and a political circus to begin with. So why even bother taking it seriously? It's it, If you have to 
forge documents in order to get your point across um, and then move forward on that leaking false information to the media. And I'm sure um, if it hasn't been fully confirmed, it had to have been the likes of like an Adam Schiff who was out in front of the media all the time leaking information that he had access to knowing that it was wrong in order for the media to continue this false narrative over and over and over again, which we later find out in the Mueller report that this stuff was going on. It's ridiculous. It, it is such an abuse from the government. And you want to talk about how uh, Donald Trump will go out there and say things like, you know, the corruption inside of some of these agencies. He was absolutely right about it. I remember Trey Gowdy, who was someone that worked very closely with the FBI for all those years, said they have been off track. The FBI used to be the top dog. They used to be the number one most credible, infallible organization. Well, maybe infallible is not the right word, but they used to be the the platinum version of uh, government agencies. And today, in the last five, six years, it's been a shell of its own self. And you look at all the things that are coming out now and continue to come out. I'm sure it's not over. I'm sure there's more. That's a good point, Mike. I'm glad you called in and said that. Oh, you saw on the line. Go ahead. You had something else? Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Okay, thanks, Mike. Wow. So I'm sorry, I didn't know you're still on the line there. I just kind of went off and reacted to what he was saying. 314-436-7900 or also 800-925-1120. It is so cold tonight. There's a few other things I wanted to get to. Um, Let's see. I had a couple of clips since we were talking about the impeachment trial. What is... President Biden say, I, like other Americans, watched uh, uh, the news. I didn't watch any of the hearing live because I was going straight through last night to a little after nine. But I watched some this morning. Wait, so last night, to, well, do you mean last night to 9 a.m.? OK, so he was working late, maybe phone calls with China and things. Uh, it made it sound like nine o'clock was too late. It was past his bedtime through last night to a little after nine. But I watched some this morning. I think the Senate has a, a very uh, important job to complete, and I think uh, my guess is some minds may have been changed, but I don't know. Yeah, no. I, I think that all things considered, no one is expecting a conviction on this. I think that when they talk about the lawyers of Donald Trump, some people say, yeah, they were a little sloppy. They weren't as well prepared. But then again, they were kind of put into this late in the game when it came to the preparation stage. But if all you can do is if you're the house managers and you can put compilation videos together and that's what your that's your whole thing. This is why we're saying it's not a criminal case, because none of that would ever be allowed inside of a criminal case. If you're trying to put uh, a person on trial, when you take all of these auxiliary uh, anecdotal type of things that are going on, none of which are direct pieces of evidence that incitement was uh, directed by Donald Trump because they don't have any of that. If they just put all of these things in, in a propaganda way. It's totally propaganda and slap it on there. Again, there's a reason why you don't take it seriously. So what do you think is going to happen tomorrow when the Trump lawyers do the same thing back to the Democrats who have used all this language? What do you think is going to happen next? There's going to be a lot of, I'm sure, Democrats that step out and do the same thing. I don't know. Using their own words and showing that just how ridiculous it is if you want to play this game. Um, I don't know if the networks will air all of it, honestly. Do you think that they'll cut away, kind of like what they've done in the past when it comes to Donald Trump and the impeachment? It makes me wonder. 
So let's um, take some of your calls right after the break. 314-436-7900. It's Overnight America KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Welcome back. Only got about 20 minutes or so until the show goes on to uh, deep hibernation, which I call the weekend. And it's a Valentine's Day weekend, too, so we'd like to hear from you. Let's go to Dave, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, how you doing? Good. By the way, I love your show. You do a good oh, job thank you. with that stuff. Sure, you thank know, you. And, but anyway, I just want to point out about this so-called trial or whatever with, with uh, Donald Trump. All you've heard is so far is the prosecution. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I mean, his um, team will, you know, counter that. That's why it's in a court of law. You got to remember something. You, you, um, you hear the prosecution, they come first because you got to, you know, they do that first. And then after that, you hear the, um, people who are on the defendant side. And frankly speaking, I think they've done a poor job because there's so many things that the uh, T 
to me, personally speaking, from watching these uh, newsreels and stuff over the years, the past, the past few years, you know, the Democrats have done it far worse in their verbiage than the president has, hmm. you know, than when they're accusing. Far worse. Way worse. I mean, they're like, um, you know, Maxine or whatever is in California and so right. forth, but they're just they're, they wanted you to get in their face, she said, and, and um, you know, and start a fight, basically. Uh, yeah, she wanted and, to have that stuff. And keep in mind, we had more protests even over the weekend and people doing exactly that, harassing other people in the name of, you know, uh, in the name of things that have been brought up by these congressmen. And yeah, Maxine Waters yeah. is one of them. And Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are some of the popular ones. But even if we look at uh, Cory Bush here in St. Louis, for example, uh, you know, defund the police and you start with all of this rhetoric, you know, police are bad. And what happens when police officers are attacked regularly, even in the home areas of where their congressional districts are located? Should they be held responsible um, for things like that, for saying things like that, for inciting these sort of things? And I, the point that Rand Paul made the other day was that not. One Republican ever says because of a speech you gave based on your political beliefs, have we said you should be thrown out of Congress for inciting something that someone else did that you had nothing to do with. But this is what the Democrats are, have come to. This is what they're trying to make regular. And if that was the case, then I think there would be a lot of Democrats that should be thrown exactly, out of office today. You're, you're exactly right. And here's the thing is, is they won't say that because they're trying to to just get rid of Trump. They hate they hate this guy. They hate him. Yeah. There's some kind of a hatred inside their hearts, Pelosio and the rest of them. But yeah. um, there's some kind of a hatred of Republicans, in particular, by the way. And they, they're trying to attach anything evil to them, to him, I say, and the Republicans and the people who love the country. Whereas the Democrats are opening the country to whatever... You know what? You could be in Russia right now, take a plane, come over, rent an apartment, and whammo. You got a, you have a uh, um, a way to vote in the United States of America. You know that? Interesting. You know, I heard Brian Kilmeade on our sister station today. They do regular updates because he's a you know, syndicated host, but he's also on Fox News. And since he's on our sister station, 97.1, they talked to him on the Dave Glover show. And he was given an interview and he said that what the Democrats are doing here, their strategy is to divide the Republican Party. And they're doing an excellent job right now. It's not has nothing to do about, you know, getting justice or anything like that. They know exactly what they're doing. Uh, I'm using that as my own words here. Not that's not exactly what he said. But, yeah, dividing the party is, is it's been a very effective tool for them in order to do this. So uh, and that's why he thinks that they want to just get it done as fast as possible. All right. Thanks for your call. That's a good call. Dave is good. And when I look at the amount of time that this they're spending on this, it's rushed. Obviously, they, they want to you know jam it in there and keep in mind, this is not a criminal trial. So really deciding to take this on really has no criminal bearing. I don't think anyone would look at what the president said on January 6th and say he is he is telling his followers to go commit acts of violence. Based on the last four years, he is someone that's been very much law and order. He's someone that has thoroughly supported the police and the military and all of that. I don't think there was any indication that he would ever want 
to order uh, people as followers, people that listen to him in order to try to act out violence against police or military or anything like that. I don't think that I don't think you're going to find anything where it's that's anything close to that. All you'll find is the exact opposite. And even if you were to look at some of the different footage and things that they brought up in the House managers, none of which really show that he was trying to uh, order people to do this or wanting people to do this. All it is is showing the deprived actions of those that decided to go onto the Capitol on January 6th, break into the Capitol building and try to make a point or whatever it may be, whatever their message may be, all of which need to be held accountable for and they will be held accountable. Those are the ones that you need to be targeting because those are the ones that actually committed the crimes. Now, when they show all of this stuff tomorrow, I don't know how the networks are going to react to this. It'll be Friday. If you are trying to get things into a news cycle, the best day to do it is a Friday because it'll get swept under the rug. If something embarrassing happened to you, you pray that you can get the news out on a Friday night because it'll get lost by the weekend and something new will come up later in the week next week. Um, I think that, too, can you consider that Senator Leahy is the one that's conducting this impeachment trial? He's a senator who also has a vote. It goes to show you why it's not a criminal case, because if you're someone that's a juror that's also presiding over it as the, you know, perhaps a judge. Keep in mind um, that should indicate to you just how loose something like this is. So when people are complaining that some Republicans like Josh Hawley, for example, was, uh, you know, looking through old old mail and text messages, you know, not exactly that, but not purposely not paying attention to this because he realizes it's a, a lost cause anyway. Uh, you can't blame him. And if there's Republicans that were hanging out in the hall and just not sitting in on the trial itself, realizing this is you know ridiculous, then you know I don't blame him. And it's exactly what who said a kangaroo court. There was one person that went on. Um, da, 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 yeah, Josh Holly. Josh, Josh Hawley said this. This kangaroo court is about trying to delegitimize half the American electorate while Americans are suffering, while we're in the depths of a pandemic. This is what the Democrats are doing, pursuing a personal political vendetta, and it is totally wrong, and they're going to have to be accountable for it at the polls. See how he said hold accountable at the polls? You know, if that was Maxine Waters, where would she say you need to be held accountable for it? Or if that was Chuck Schumer, or if that was Nancy Pelosi? They don't say the polls, do they? So there's a big difference, I think, in the way that the language is used as a way to try to get other people to do things. And Josh Hawley, one that is constantly brought up in the news, in the media, and used as somewhat of a poster child when it comes to inciting violence, is very clear and never has used it as a way to incite violence. And it's actually the opposite. But whatever, that's they're just going to keep using it that way. I'll go back to what Brian Kilmeade mentioned on our sister station. The most effective thing for all of this is trying to divide the Republican Party, and that's exactly what it's doing. Uh, let's go to Jim, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Well, good morning. or Well, not morning yet, Ryan. Sure, I just, almost I, there. I wanted to thank you. You've really been entertaining me. I've been reduced to radio. <clears throat> I hate to say it that way, but you know all the diversions we normally have. Sure. Well, my power's been out, and mm. I, you know, I'm an aficionado of talk radio from years back, and it's really a compliment for me to say to you that you're one host who just never rubs me the wrong way. I usually find something, <laughs> but uh, I think <laughs> well, you're fair. That? You're fair in your treatment of these 
these controversies that we're going through. Okay. Mm. And, uh, you know, as far as the statement that they're trying to delegitimize, delegitimize the, uh, half of the electorate, basically, I've heard the analogy that Donald Trump found a $20 bill blowing around on the sidewalk and he picked it up. Nobody else did. Well, that was the nationalist populist movement. <laughs> and I think it's, it even goes deeper than that. This is an, an attack on that more than anything else. Mm-hmm. That, that, this is being gotten rid of uh, because it's welded at the hip to him. Yeah. So uh, that's the way I look at that. That's all I want to say politically. I occasionally call your show and try to promote Friday night open house at the Astronomy Park area. Oh, yeah. In, in, right. in Brommelsick Park, that's that's a park in the St. Charles County uh, Parks and Recreation uh, Department. It's on uh, Swede Road and Wilson Road, and you get to that by getting off 6440 at the Winghaven exit and going uh, the DD direction, in other words, yeah. away from the lawn. And uh, I'm sure nobody's going to be out there tomorrow night. Well, because tonight, yeah, I kind of checked tonight yeah. and, uh, because, it, well, it'll be cloudy. But we go out there when it's cold. Mm. But uh, that's something that's, uh, you know, it's unique, uh, a unique thing in the area. It's under-promoted as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the volunteers are generally from the Astronomical Society of Eastern Missouri. Mm-hmm. Can I give their, their website? Yeah, more? go for it. Yeah, sure. Okay, you can find out all about this by by dialing up A S E M O N L I N E dot O R G. Tells where it is, how to get there, you know, what to expect, uh, even you know the measures that we're taking against the you know for virus protection. Sure. But one thing that's changed since the last time I called your show about this is that we believe that we have the largest aperture telescope that's available to the public for viewing in the state. It's uh, 32 inches in diameter. You have to get like on a, well, it's almost like a little mini thing like they used to have for boarding airplanes that's got steps, you know, and uh, a hand rolling. (laughs) And you have to get up when it's pointed up, you know, toward the zenith. Uh, to look through the eyepiece. But anyway, and they've also got uh, now what we call electronic-assisted astronomy, uh, where there's a camera on a a telescope that displays through a monitor, you know, so people don't have to get close to anything. Right. Uh, We we try to sterilize eyepieces for the direct viewing public uh, with alcohol and wear masks and so on and so forth. And we ask that people wear masks, uh, social distance if they didn't come in the same car or they're not in the same yeah. family, things like that. But we've, yeah. we've, I, we've kept I, uh, I was going to – yeah, uh, real quick, wasn't there another school that you said had an observatory on it uh, in the region? Well, actually, UMSL has an observatory. and UMSL, they right. Yeah, they used to have some, uh, I think they had a 14-inch or maybe it was bigger. Uh, I, th- I think they still have it. Sometimes they would have events. 
Also, uh, St. Louis Astronomical Society has uh, public viewings in the city, but that's a very light, polluted area. This area I'm talking about, uh, sometimes you can still see the Milky Way. Now, it's not blazing across the sky, mm-hmm. but you can just look up and see the Milky Way. Uh, there's a big event usually every year when the Perseid meteors come around. It's almost like a little a mini Woodstock. They have to come out and traffic. <laughs> Even if the moon's ruining it, you know? <laughs> I love it. If people uh, stargazing, uh, a Woodstock, night Woodstock stargazing opportunity. Well, Jim, I'm glad that you called in. And, yeah, do it again sometime soon. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, I love those opportunities. And tomorrow, or next week, there's a really big moment in space history. We have another rover landing on Mars so we're going to have our guest on from a couple of weeks ago who uh, we, we were talking about his latest book, uh, discovering um, all the different things that go into space exploration. And he said, yeah, I'll come back on. So that's going to be cool. We're going to be able to watch that real time, the way that they've been able to put these presentations together, these broadcasts for it. It's so cool. So, yeah, we'll talk more space next week, I'm sure. This is Overnight America KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. Well, we're getting close to the end of the night where it's very cold, and what a nice way to end the night to hear some music from 18,000 years ago. According to uh, recent findings, the Smithsonian published this. Apparently, there was this uh, shell that was found about 80 years ago, and then they started to examine it a little bit closer, and they said, that is no ordinary shell. Actually, this is used as a musical instrument known to the, uh, let's see, the Pyrenees inhabited a cave at that time, leaving behind wall art and various objects, including this shell. And what research decided to do, because they said, you know what, with our time, the best thing we can possibly do is figure out what this thing would have sounded like if we were to blow into it. And they have recreated the sound of music, at least how it would have come from this shell instrument from 18,000 years ago. Are you ready to hear what it sounds like? Now, the dad in me would say, oh, excuse me. That's the dad joke in me. Doesn't it sound just wonderful now didn't they have great music it's like a tugboat or something well that does it for us here on overnight america the replay hours are coming up next we'll be back again on sunday night hope you can find me on facebook ryan wrecker radio is the way to do it just make sure you like that page ryan wrecker radio otherwise stay warm have a great night we'll talk to you again soon bye my heart beats with the lonely rain wishing i could see your face again Change the dial on the radio Find something playing kind of bluesy and slow If things were only like they used to be We'd be lying in love tonight I wish you'd call me on the telephone I don't
star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.